Hi, Red Redmond here. Very sorry about the delay in getting this episode out, but in my defence, the world is on fire, and I want to die. Uh, Movie Bong is currently on hiatus until further notice. We're dead keen to get back to work, but we've just decided um, that we're going to wait until we can finally and legally record within the same room as each other. This will be the last episode for a while, but we hope you enjoy. Bye! Welcome to um, Movie Bong. Every night, every night, every Monday night. Let's get things. Let's get let's get shit sorted up front here. Um, every Monday evening, we talk about movies here on this channel uh, over a specific theme, uh, and then then we pitch silly movie ideas to each other. Uh, but before all that, we have a chat about the wider world of films. Uh, so I believe. Mike Milling, along with a lot of people in the UK this week, watched Apocalypse Now on the television. Yeah, they played... Um, hi, by the way, everyone. They played... I completely uh, glossed over, like, just saying hello and, like, welcoming you. Yeah, it's all right. We're, you know, yeah, it's, it's fine. We're past that, I think. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a common courtesy that... That should have. This is Mike Milling, everyone. <laughs> um, hi, co-driver uh, co for this um, episode, and uh, yeah, I did watch Apocalypse Now um, on Saturday night. I believe they, uh, yeah, they did. They showed the um, final cut on BBC Two on Saturday night, so it'll be on iPlayer now if anyone's interested in uh, and, and has a spare three hours. I found it really uh, interesting because I was watching uh, some other films on Saturday evening, uh, but I was, you know, every now and then I'd look at my phone and lots of different people were watching Apocalypse Now. Like, I can't remember the last time that my entire news feed were watching the same film. Apart, um, it, it, must, it was probably like Infinity War. <laughs> Yeah, it came on at a sort of uh, unusual time. I don't know, it came on at half nine. Um, people probably were just uh, flicking around. I don't know. Um, they watched live at the Apollo first and then, oh, oh, look. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I repeat. And, uh, and an apocalypse now came on. I think when the, when the doors kick in at the beginning. Yeah. Um, playing this is the end. It, it's just quite... Uh, irresistible but, um, it, it, yeah. it's a fascinating film because i think it was uh one of the last films of its time when these studios would 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 literally give all the money in the world to a single man and his ideas in this case um francis coppola and you know i i don't think people are going to be given that sort of like tyrannical freedom that they used to. I'm not, I'm not sure if it was necessarily in itself 
uh, the best use of resources it could have been. But this movie is incredible. I, I argue that it's the greatest movie of all time. Not the best movie of all time. That's obviously Alien. Um, <laughs> this is all my opinion. Obviously, other opinions are available. But like the 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 scale of Apocalypse Now and the the fantastic performances but like the amount of fantastic performances like everyone is incredible in it and i, I don't know it's it's such a it's such a large cast it's such a large like these large sets it's just the biggest film i can think of that i absolutely love i mean they had a very troubled um production and obviously there was a whole documentary um called the heart of darkness or into the heart of darkness about it um, it took years and years to make. Um, I was amazed that, you know, Lawrence Fishburne was um, 14 when he was cast in this film. Um, and on completion, he was 17, but um, he'd lied about his age to get the role. Yeah. Um, so in some bits of this film, he's incredibly young. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, I imagine it was completed when he was slightly older, but it was... It took a long time to make, and uh, obviously there were so many sort of different versions and redux and whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but... Well, it was kind of made on the fly. That's what I was saying earlier about like uh, you know films like this won't don't get made anymore, and what and why I don't necessarily think it's a, a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, and um, Marlon Brando was going into full sort of uh, nuts nuts phase <laughs> during the filming of this. And uh, and Martin Sheen, you know, as young as he was in it, he was bloody mad. <laughs> well, a lot of those scenes, like he is genuinely drunk and bleeding, and you know, yeah. Dennis Hopper's scene, he is genuinely on acid. So. Yeah, it's Dennis Hopper at that time. <laughs> he was always on acid. Um, but yeah, he's fantastic. Robert Duvall's moment, or the whole surfing moment, is just mm -hmm. uh, incredible, and darkly hilarious um i always remembered the bit after that when robert duval chases them down with an attack helicopter because they stole his surfboard <laughs> yeah, as you would <laughs> that's one of the most memorable bits in the movie for me it, it's those sort of just um because it's about the insanity of war yeah and um i, I don't think there's anything more mental in a war film than Robert Duval chasing after you in an attack helicopter because you stole his surfboard. <laughs> um, yeah, and he is just fantastic in his little role as well. It's just um, so many little great performances um, in this film. It, yeah, it was fantastic. Classic. Now, and, and th thanks for mentioning the, the documentary as well, because um, for viewers slash listeners who um who did watch that um who did watch for viewers or listeners who did watch um apocalypse now uh, and enjoyed it and really got a kick out of it and you're wondering what to watch next i would really recommend hunting down the documentary uh, heart of darkness because it really does um well it reframes the movie in a way that a lot of people might not have known um and it's just like it just had such an interesting um, history of production. Another documentary that I would recommend uh, 
about you know uh, a difficult movie would be um, Island of Lost Souls about um, the island of Doctor Moreau, which also starred Marlon Brando. Yes, that's a fantastic documentary. One of my favourite movie documentaries of all time. But but so interesting that one of the you know one of uh, and I'm using air quotes here the greatest actors of all time would be uh, cited as you know, the most difficult actor and, and, and appears in two of these troubled productions and is kind of argued that he is the source of some of the trouble on these productions in two yeah. separate cases that were so high profile. It's, um, there was also, yeah, just before that he'd done John one, um, with Johnny Depp and some of the people who worked on, um, and Dr. Moreau had worked with him on that film earlier and had, you know, were initially like refusing to do it, but, <laughs> but because they knew what he was like. And then he was even worse by the time he got to uh, Island uh, of Moreau, of Dr. Moreau. Um, but he had a lot of uh, tragedy in his life at that point. His daughter had um, committed suicide and um, I think his son got involved in dodgy shit. So, uh, yeah. Um, and possibly died. I don't know. Oh. He had a bad time, but he did. Yeah, he he really took it out on the films he was in <laughs> after after that. Sure, sure. Um, so every week we discuss a different theme of movies, and then after we've you know delved into that genre, uh, we pitch silly movie ideas for you know movies that we believe should exist from within that genre. Uh, this week's genre, something a little bit different, is uh, truck movies. Uh, movies which feature trucks. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> now I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, the reason for this is because I've been getting really stuck into Euro Truck Simulator Two. I play it on this channel quite a bit uh, on my Twitch channel, and uh, you know I'm I'm falling in love with trucks, Mike. Uh, I think I am a trucker. Really? A filthy so trucker. Just something that you've never realised about yourself. And yeah, you know. You're coming out now as a trucker. Yeah, and you know, and, and I'm very brave for doing so. Yeah, I was going to say, you are. But, um, you know, but we, because we discuss a different uh, genre of films uh, each week, we thought it'd be interesting to look at truck movies because... You actually suggested this genre, and when you first said it, I was like, I, I think that's a bit silly. But then you made such an excellent point of, like, the amount of truck movies that are out there that had completely passed passed me by. It's, yeah. uh, it, it, I, I, th I think it's a much more fruitful subject than, than you might think at first. And frankly, I've been amazed by the quality of uh, some of the films I've watched. Um, it's it's a incredibly, um, I don't know, it's just a great uh, subgenre. Um, there's some incredibly great films um, that I will talk about in a moment. Do you think um, some of that might have root in the fact of, obviously a lot of the cinema that we watch tends to be uh, Western, and a lot of it tends to be American in origin, and a lot of American films uh, represent American values, and 
there's something about trucking uh which kind of keeps the country going um you know the the logistics trade in itself and 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 these big these big trucks just seem so ingrained in american culture so it seems so fitting that they would be reflected so positively within their media or summer yeah. <laughs> Exactly right. Um, because, you know, we could go into just automobile movies or road movies. Sure. Uh, you know, there's, there's so many car <laughs> movies. There's the fucking Fast and the Fury uh, million movies um, and Hobbs and Shaw spin-off, sitcom, <laughs> whatever. Um, so, <laughs> so, like, we could go down that path. That's probably a whole different episode. So we're, we're strictly talking about trucks here and truckers and movie truckers yeah uh, definitely okay cool lovely stuff now we're talking truck films which particular truck films have you watched this week mike well red i'm glad you asked um <laughs> because you know that's the point of the podcast um so, uh yeah i've got to start i think with um the quintessential uh trucker movie which is um, uh, a little movie from 1978 called Convoy, which is uh, a sort of epic trucker uh, saga starring Chris Christopherson, the country singer and uh, actor. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And yeah, uh, I've never seen it. I've literally just finished it about half an hour ago. Oh, cool. <laughs> um and it was actually very good. Um, you know, it was from the seventies. It's a different time. There's a, there's, you know, it's a, it, it's a bit cheesy in places, uh, uh, and no, not that sleazy. But it's it's a trucker film. So I, I've noticed with a lot of these films, there's you know certain little elements you've got to forgive uh, because you've got to realise that these are truckers. It's a trucker lifestyle. It's a very masculine lifestyle. Sweaty men, you know, driving around. Uh, they're they're awake for hours. And the mad bastards, basically. <laughs> but um, but Convoy is like a protest movie, really, uh, against a corrupt police force and against um, small town police. Uh, it's 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 slightly like Rambo. If you if you mixed Rambo with sort of Cannibal Run or particularly Smoking the Bandit, uh, you'd kind of have Convoy. Uh, but it is very cool, and the soundtrack's killer, and it just looks um, really good, and there's some great truck action. If you're into trucks, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I, I absolutely love Convoy. I think it's a fantastic film. Uh, you know, directed by Sam Peckinpah, who brought us um, uh, the, the Wild Bunch, and uh, b b b bring me the head of that guy. Um, <laughs> um, but a fantastic director, you know, like um, uh, I mean, like because he's he's of a He's probably one of like the earliest directors whose work I, I, I really, really appreciate and, and still get drawn into by this day. There's something that the way he shot action uh, that, I, that I believe was, was actually very uh, influential on John Carpenter. Um, and and, and, I, and I, I think Convoy is one of the best examples of his work. And I, th I think it's a very accessible film um, for those of you that would be interested in his work, because you know, like it was made quite a while ago, and some of his stuff is is somewhat dated. 
But um, Convoy's fun. It's still fun. And I mean, I'd love to see a remake of Convoy. Yeah, yeah, totally. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's got a great, uh, it has a great performance by Ernest Borgnine, a classic actor. Um, and he's completely mad in this as the proper nasty sheriff. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, a, a, a cool as performance from Christopherson. Chris Christopherson. Christy Christopherson. Um, he's a perfect sort of uh, hero called Rubber Ducky, which <laughs> not the, maybe not the most masculine name, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it makes sense because he's got a great line in that. Why he's called that? Because like his dad told him to like stay smooth on the surface, but like paddle like a like a devil underneath. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. And that's how he approaches life. Um, cool. <laughs> what, like he's calm. going for a paddle? Yes, like like he's a duck. No, like he's a like he's a duck, but not a rubber duck because actually that makes no sense because he's a rubber duck which which don't have any which don't have any legs. <laughs> I dropped something there. I got really excited. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So it's it's well worth a revisit for like a really sprawling, awesome road movie, and it's got some really timely um, stuff about racism and corrupt yes. police force. Yeah. Um, police forces. So, yeah, it's well worth a watch. It's a surprisingly diverse movie for a movie of its time. Um, and the thing that always stuck in my mind about the film was um, it, its action sequences. It's sort of like he's one of the first directors that, that starts making action really cool. Um, you know, shooting fights, um, shooting uh, uh, crashes. Um, and, and, and car chases, well, truck chases. Yeah, um, the whole film kicks off from a massive brawl in like a diner, um, which is just fantastic yeah. and really fun to watch. But um, yeah, if anyone hasn't seen it, it's just about a load of truckers that get in a fight with police and then they end up <laughs> as a sort of protest, just causing a huge convoy and, and driving and just saying, fuck you to everyone. That's I think. It. I think it's a really good one to start with in this conversation because I think it's a great example of, you know, trucks being mythologized in American cinema um, because they're so ingrained in the identity of the film and there's so much about trucking culture that just, uh, that, that, that is throughout. And, and I, think it's, um, I think it's a fantastic film. Yeah, um, as I say, well worth a rewatch. Um, <clears throat> so... Uh, from a year before that, 1977, uh, the year of Star Wars, of course, which uh, trounced most things in the cinema, uh, including this movie. Um, although, to be fair, Annie Hall by Woody Allen did win the Oscar that year. But anyway, <laughs> there was a movie called Sorcerer um, from 1977, yeah. starring Roy Schneider and uh, some other guys <laughs> who were very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not aware of them. But uh, yeah, it's a movie from 1977 about these uh, four sort of um, criminals on the run that uh, all end up in this place, in this village in South America, and then end up doing a really dangerous job of transporting a load of shitty old dynamite uh, into big trucks um, up a hill to a well. Um, and it's just amazing. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> Seriously, I love it. Sorcerer was one of those movies uh, that I came across 
after, you know, like joining a few movie forums online, um, you know, it got posted. I checked it out. Um, and like you, I absolutely loved it. I think it's a bit of a masterpiece. And it, it does seem to be one of those those real forgotten gems. I'm sure that there will be plenty of people listening that haven't seen um, Sorcerer. And it, it, it's a cracking film, and I would definitely recommend it. For a film that was made that long ago, I think it still holds up. Um, particularly the tension uh, in, in, in the final half of the movie. I mean, it actually reminds me of when we watched Das Boot which is yeah. another, uh, an older, longer film, um, which still manages to have tension even on a rewatch now in 2020. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, totally. This film was directed by um, William Friedkin. Yeah. how you say his name? Yeah. Um, and uh, this was originally meant to be sort of side project for him and he wasn't too sure about it. But then as he started making it, he realised uh, how passionate he was about the project and it was... Uh, they pumped a lot more money into it than they were going to. And uh, so it, it does look impressive. Um, and it is a real sprawling epic, a sort of half crime movie and half um, just tense trucker road adventure. It's just like, it's just so cool. Yeah. I love um, it. And William Freakin, obviously the director who did, you know, uh, The Exorcist. Um, yeah, amongst exactly. amongst plenty others, and so when this came out, it wasn't a success at all, um, and it's sort of been rediscovered over time, and now people just sort of, you know notice it as like a proper great um, cinematic uh, piece of art. It's just fantastic, and Snyder is is so cool in it. Um, it's it's interesting as well because. Uh... If you do actually like look in his IMDb, like William Freakin is still making stuff here and there. And uh, it's kind of interesting. Um, who, who's the guy who did uh, First Reformed? That was Paul Schrader. Paul, yeah, Paul Schrader. He and, wrote like Taxi Driver and stuff. Yeah, and it's, it's really interesting. Like, like these guys are like working into like their 80s or whatever. It's, um, it's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is real uh, impressive piece of work from the seventies. Just the way it starts, the different like bigness, the stories of, of how the different uh, criminals, uh, different characters on the run, sort of end up in this place and then mm. have to um, do this mad, mad <coughs> mission. Um, it's just yeah, it's it's fantastic for anyone who's into it, but just movies. It's just just watch it now. <laughs> I, I actually find them like stylistically not dissimilar. No, what to to each other? Con what convoy? Yeah, convoy about? and sorcerer. I mean, not like in tone. Obviously, convoy is uh, you know a, is bit. a bit is a bit more lighthearted. But um, yes. there's something about uh, the way it's shot. Although maybe yeah. thinking about it, it was just the fact that it was shot in the same period, roughly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, as we were talking about um, Apocalypse Now earlier, like, because I watched that at the same time as watching all these truck movies, I thought, well, you know, it might make some of these movies seem a bit, like, um, small in comparison. But uh, it's just a movie like that, watching Sorcerer, it really holds up with the best movies, I think. It's just, 
it's yeah. very, very good, and I can't wait to watch it again. Really, <laughs> I was just so impressed by it. Yeah, I, and and I'd happily watch it again and very soon. Um, and the soundtrack by Tangerine Dream is wonderful. Oh yeah, I forgot they did the they did the full soundtrack. Yeah, and and not the only movie soundtrack they've done, I believe. No, they've done a good few of us, and they're always brilliant. Um, but yeah, the soundtrack, just the, the the way it's shot, just the locations, just everything about this movie is um, top notch. Highly recommend. Uh, cool, lovely stuff. Well, two fantastic uh, trucker movies and and older ones. It's always good to start with the older ones uh, and move forward into into the twenty first century. Well, yeah. Do we have any new ones? I mean, I've watched a lot of old ones. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, that that's a, it's an interesting point actually because uh, the trucker genre um, of nowadays is isn't massive. And um, well, well, the horror movies, you'll find it in horror movies. I mean, arguably, you know, Transformers. Of course, yeah, yeah. But can you call them truck truck movies? I mean, they're, they they transform road. into trucks, some of them. Not all of them. No, some, some of them, of them trans- do. Some of them transform into like a fucking lawnmower or a fucking but, but just be- or something. You, you can't, you can't criticise Transformers for being lawnmower inclusive. Okay, I mean, let's talk. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying they're not all trucks. Okay, the big ones, a lot of the famous ones are trucks. But um, I mean, Hot Rod wasn't a fucking truck. He was. I mean, a, he was a prick. Like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I did always find it a little bit ludicrous that one of them just turned into a handgun <laughs> and yeah, like literally pretty- had to be fired by someone else. He couldn't like <laughs> he couldn't like pull his own trigger, which. Yeah, you know, could, sounds like a some, medical issue. Yeah, could someone give me a hand here? Uh, <laughs> uh, wasn't wasn't there one that turned into like a tape cassette player or something? I think um, there was. Yeah, oh, it's boombox or slipstream. No, he was a plane. Maybe I think he was a plane. Yeah, I don't know, but there was someone like at least. I mean, you've turned it into a tape, mate. What? How threatening? <laughs> you've turned into like a dead format. How threat? How fucking threatening? <laughs> not even a cd well you think do you think they like tried to do like a, a 90s reboot and he turned into a mini disc yeah or like a modern one he turns to a blu-ray or just a usb um a hard drive <laughs> a ps5 yeah netflix <laughs> how how a, a truck would turn into netflix but um i've gone wrong uh, so I've watched, I've watched too many trucker movies and I've gone mad. Uh, but if we're talking about kids' trucker movies, I mean, obviously you've got the Cars movies, which are Cars, but there are a few truck characters in it. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's also a movie called Monster Truck, which I was just watching a little bit of then. Um, about uh, It's got Rob Lowe at the beginning of it and Danny Glover, but um, it looks like a, a bit of a kids' comedy about this like weird monster that's unearthed and then it, it wants to become uh, a truck. Uh, and the movie's called Monster Truck, and that's what it's about. It's about a monster becoming, a, living his lifelong dream of becoming a truck <laughs> uh, with some kid that's really into trucks. And then they, um, I don't know, they just have a laugh. I'm going to watch it in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, check that one out, kids. Um, but well, if, if we go I'm, to the... Oh, yeah, go, on. go on. No, no, go on. No, no, I'm just saying if we go to the darker end of the spectrum, I've watched a couple of uh, sort of trucker 
murder film, chuck a horror film, chuck a if you want to go to the dark end. Yeah, now I'd I'd like to hold that for a sec, but I definitely want to go there in, yeah. in, in a minute. I, I think you make a really good point about, you know, uh trucker movies not being as prevalent as they once were. Um but I still think that they are used maybe not as uh like the thematic core of uh, movies as much anymore, but they are still used thematically, uh, sorry, aesthetically quite a lot. Um, for example, you know, like the iconic, I, I would say like the most iconic death from the Final Destination uh, series would be the logs on the back of the truck. Um, so like, I feel like they still, whilst that might be like a, like a, a more minimal use, it is still... Um, you know, it, it's iconic. I, like, it's a very memorable movie moment, whether it's a, you know, uh, <laughs> a hugely yeah. artistic moment of cinema. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of films that have memorable moments of trucks. Um, the Hitcher has a very memorable mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. truck death. Um, there is a Stephen King movie directed by Stephen King yes. called Maximum Overdrive, where... Um, it's a movie where like a fucking asteroid or comet or something um, lands or meteor or some, some, some shit happens. Uh, <laughs> and then all electrical shit and all, all that shit goes crazy. And at one point there's like a truck that's uh, gone mad and it's got the face of like the green goblin from Spider-Man. Yeah. It, it's really weird. Um, I remember in particular, there's a fantastic trailer for this movie uh, for maximum yes. overdrive. Um, if you do have the time, go and give it a Google. Uh, the trailer for this film is Stephen King being his most Stephen King. He's just being a, a, an absolute creep. And and from what I can, uh, I did a little bit of research, and from what I can tell, this was like at a point in his career where he he was on a lot of cocaine, <laughs> and you can kind of tell in the trailer. Yes, um, what I watched this trailer the other day. Um, yeah, he, he he is off his nut. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's wow. Yeah, so and that movie features Emilio Estevez. Him and Emilio were probably fucking had you know having some wild nights during that movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yes, a lot lot of um, lot of prominent scenes to do with trucks. And and also, um, you know, Steven Spielberg's one of his uh, early efforts, Jewel, yes, yes uh, which course. which helped launch the career of one of the world's um, best known film directors. Yes, Jewel is fantastic, but yeah, I I sometimes feel very much that um, Jaws is a sort of development of it. Yeah, um, definitely, and definitely a lot better, um, but. It's a great film and you know, a great debut. Um, but yeah, I, I watched a, a film that I'd always thought was uh, quite similar to June, but uh, it wasn't. It was more similar to another film. Um, there's a, a movie from 1981 called Road Games, which uh, I would highly recommend. It's uh, starring Stacey Keach, that you say his name. Um, classic actor from the 70s and 80s. He was in um, Escape from New York and Cheech and Chong, <laughs> Up in Smoke and uh, loads of shit. Um, he plays a truck driver, picks up a hitchhiker, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, and this film essentially is like Rear Window, um, but in a, in a truck cab. 
Um, so it's very Hitchcockian. It's a it's a massive Hitchcock uh, homage, and I I'm just a sucker for Hitchcock homages. Um, that's why I love the recent Under the Silver Lake so much. Yeah, um, starring Andrew Garfield. That was just a pure um, mad Hitchcock um, homage, and 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 so is this from 1981 is it's about a trucker that has obviously been driving for for a long time which is you know something that obviously pops up in a lot of these movies the the idea that the driver is going a little bit loopy because um they've been up for so long and uh so he's driving and he starts to see a uh, a van that's picking up women and uh, he he just and then he sees this guy from the van like burying something and it's sort of just he starts trailing this guy in a van basically um and he teams up with jamie lee Curtis's hitchhiker and they start investigating it more and it is a very sort of like just a great exciting thriller uh, and road movie um and a great truck movie i'd highly recommend it now, um, an- another film that I'd like to mention, and uh, I think it's not too dissimilar. To- now, what was the name of that film? Just to go over it Sorry, once again. Road Games. Road, Road Games. Because uh, I want to check that out later. It-, it-, it reminds me a little bit of uh, the-, the Kurt Russell film uh, Breakdown, which has similar, you know, Hitchcockian elements and yeah. is uh, a fantastic situational uh, truck thriller film. Yes, I did watch Breakdown also. Lovely. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's a great film. And it's interesting because I watch a lot of um, modern indie horrors now. And it came out in a time, like 1997 or whatever, Breakdown. And um, you could see the influence of from that film on, on a lot of modern horrors, weirdly, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of indie horrors and i can imagine they're the kind of people that watch this film on itv as a kid or or um, or like on american tv as a kid or whatever uh it's a it's a great little um thriller and more of a horror film than i remembered it being yes yeah yeah yeah. particularly the last uh the last bit um yeah sorry it was a great um reverse role and uh against type role for kurt russell at that time because he's so used to him playing um, people like Snake Plissken and Jack Burton, who I will talk about in a moment, who is one of the most famous truckers from Big Trouble in Little China. Um, and so in, he plays him, him also, but in Breakdown, he plays this guy who's very different to those characters. He's yeah. a sort of, he's, he's a normal uh, sort of intelligent guy. He's a family man. <laughs> Not, yeah. Um, and he's yeah, he's he's not a sort of he's not a fighter, and he's not, you know, he, he doesn't want any trouble. But he gets involved in um, it's pretty dark um, criminal, some pretty dark criminal shenanigans, basically. And yeah. it's great; it's a good film. It's a great, strong thriller, solid. No, I'd highly recommend Breakdown, and I'm sure you'll you'll be able to find it somewhere. Online. It's on Amazon Prime, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> Amazon Prime. Uh, JT Walsh is the villain. Is fantastic, also. Sweet, lovely. Uh, well, should we move on to our pitch section of the show? Yes. Why not? Drive <laughs> on through. <laughs> 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 okay. So, uh, 
Okay, so every week we pitch silly movie ideas within the theme of the week.、Uh, this week's theme is truck movies, movies which feature trucks.、Uh, do you remember whose whose go it is to go first, Mike? No idea. As I said, I, 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 I like truckers. I'm I'm sort of my brain is wild right now. I've watched too many trucker movies. Yeah, yeah, me too. I I, I think it. I think it is. You to go first,、uh, okay. but but again, my brain is also mush. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs>、uh, I, I watched.、Um, well, I was going to say a great trucker movie. It's not great. It wasn't a highlight of my research. Over the top was sliced alone.、Um, have you ever seen Over the Top?、So、oh, what the、slow. the arm wrestling movie? Yes, but I mean that's a huge trucker movie because it's just about arm wrestling truckers. And it's about the trucker community,、um, and you know, but they all arm wrestle,、um, and it's got loads of arm wrestlers in it, cast in it. <laughs> <It's>, um, <laughs> I mean, it's his kid is a prick in it, and the music, but the music's really good.、Um, but it's about fatherhood. It's about fatherhood, and it's about being a dad, and、um, and a lot of it was about. Sylvester Stallone getting a massive paycheck because I believe that film went way over budget and most of it was paying him. <laughs> But、uh, it's a great truck film, a lot of truck action, sweaty men, arm wrestling. <laughs>、um, <laughs> it's about fathers, but this one,、um, quick one before we go into my big, big blockbuster,、um, quick one,、uh, not fathers because again, trucking is a very masculine. Thing it seems in these movies, and there's not a lot of room for、um, strong female characters in a lot of these movies, which is unfortunate. I think we need to bring that、um, back more, or just you know, yeah, bring it into、uh, the truck genre.、Um, mother trucker, mother mother trucker. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah mother it's, trucker. It's a solid、um, title. Yeah. So we've got like、um, this. 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 Awesome、um, trucker played by like Kevin James or someone,、um, and、uh, he's injured somehow and he can't、uh, get his rig to、uh, a certain.、Um, you know, he, he's got to do an important job, and and maybe like his eyes get injured or something or some sort of injury that you can't drive a truck. Okay.、Um, if you've got any suggestions for that, what、well, epilepsy means that you're not allowed to drive a truck. He's he right at the beginning of the film. He's like I believe, he's this, yeah. He's this legendary trucker that everyone loves, but then when it comes, he he goes to the doctor and realizes that he's epileptic and he can't、uh, drive the truck anymore. So,、um, but he, he's going to go out of business. He's got to do this one last haul, and it's for this really mean boss guy. I don't know. And so his elderly mother has to take over and drive the rig all the way across America. Uh, and she's like in her nineties. Wait, is is this is this stop or my mum will drive? It may be that. Yes, it sort of is. It's in the Sly Stallone movie <laughs> Stop or My Mum Will Shoot. Okay, well, I have just watched the Sly Stallone movie. Maybe this <laughs> went in sublimely.、Uh, <laughs> but、um, I like the idea of, and, and then a big convoy led by this old woman. Let's let's cast Betty White or someone.、Um, yeah. And you know you can just imagine her trucking down the road,、um, getting into hijinks, 
um, you know, maybe finding love. Who knows? But um, or she finds a she finds a bond with her son. Um, yeah. So uh, I think that could work. <coughs> yeah. Why no. not? Yeah. Right. Um, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a Saturday afternoon knockabout comedy. Um, stop or my mom will truck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we'll go to my uh, my big blockbuster idea, right? Um, I've been waiting to cast this actor in one of uh, this actress in one of my um, movies for ages. Uh, so I mentioned a movie there called <laughs> Monster uh, Truck. Um, this movie's called The Monster Trucker, right? Sure. Um, Sandra O oh, uh, from like Killing Eve and uh, Grey's Anatomy, great actress. Uh, Sandra O oh plays hardened road warrior, uh, a tr- hardened truck driver. Uh, let's call her Joni. Um, <laughs> she plays a hardened truck driver. Um, okay. She has the uh, terrifying but uh, necessary job of transporting uh, the frozen cadavers of um, famous monsters uh, by a mysterious scientist. So in the back of her truck, unspeknown to her, um, she has the Wolfman, Dracula, Creature of the Black Lagoon, Invisible Man, Frankenstein, The Bride, The Mummy, all that, you know, and shit like that. And she's got them in the back of her truck. Um, She doesn't know this at this time. So she's taken them across like America or somewhere. um, And then she stops off at, you know, a lay-by, whatever, as truckers do. Um, and then, like, uh, the truck gets hit by lightning or something, and all the monsters uh, come alive. Um, she's in trouble. There's Dracula and, like, Wolfman all on the roads and stuff. Um, a convoy comes to help her. Um, some of the, like, Dracula, like, maybe possesses some of them or takes their trucks. There's a big truck trucking showdown where, you know, Sandra O oh is versus monsters in trucks um and yes and, and and they just like cause uh, a load of um problems you know dracula puts them into like hypno trance and shit these truckers <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's got the help of all a convoy of all these truckers and you know that's what it's about there's friendships and stuff maybe she has um a sidekick a ghost dog um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like the ghost of a dead dog or something that's like in the cab with her and talks to her. Uh, okay. I mean, maybe not. I mean, we don't have to have the sidekick. It was just, <laughs> just an added element. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, yeah, I think you had me up until Ghost Dog, and okay, then I just well, started thinking about the Jim Jarmusch movie starring Forrest Whitaker as a, as a, no. as a rooftop samurai. I don't know if I want a samurai in the truck with her. I mean, that holds an old, that adds a whole new samurai element I wasn't prepared for. Um, sure. <laughs> but you were prepared uh, for the ghost dog element. Yes. Uh, and it can be voiced by Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> but, uh, um, so, yeah, but I, I, I'm just talking about extra characters because I'm talking about a franchise with this baby. Um, a, a sequel, we could have Sandra um, driving across Scotland with the Loch Ness Monster in the back of her fucking truck. Um, oh, she's yeah. got to transport it. I'm talking the Monster Trucker is a franchise of movies where she transports monsters in a truck. One of them Bigfoot hitchhikes. Oh, who's that big hairy hitchhiker? Oh no, it's it's a fucking Sasquatch. 
Oh, okay, cool. So it's sort of like a fucking Mary Poppins handbag full of evil shit. Yeah, well, I mean, she just ends up, she's a trucker and she ends up just always getting involved in some sort of, um, you know, monster uh, debacle. She's she's the one that people go to, you know, she's the trucker, she's the best, she's the one that so can it's, it's, So it's a, a Scooby Doo scenario. You know? Again, I feel you're concentrating on the dog element quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, again, I didn't really think the dog through. I just mentioned it. I just thought Sandra might be lonely in the in the trucker cab all night. <laughs> uh, no, I, I meant more in that you know, like she keeps getting involved in these scrapes. Yes, yes, yes. You know, the the yes. mystery machine that they can't go for a picnic without discovering some sort of haunted gold mine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And it's usually like a sea, uh, like a creature from some lagoon, but it's actually some um, guy who owns a fun fair. But uh, not in this. <laughs> um, I'd like a bit of um, gore, maybe a uh, bit of bit of action, bit of Sandra um, killing a load of um, monsters. <laughs> I mean, I definitely pay good money to witness Sandra O uh, drive over Mothman in a truck. <laughs> Now you're getting it. You know, I, I I definitely think this is um I I like this idea, you know, like uh cryptids versus trucks sounds very much my bag. Yes, yes. Um and I I watched a movie called Space Truckers starring Dennis Hopper. Oh yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Which which was um with loads of like crazy aliens and shit. Um it was set in well, yeah, space, like the title says. Um, and Dennis Hopper was the main character, but he was morally corrupt. Um, the only heroic people in it were Stephen Dorff and this woman, Debbie, Debbie Maisner. But um, everyone else in it is horrible people. But I guess that's what truckers are represented as in a lot of these movies. Yeah. Um, but I'd recommend Space Truckers in a weird way. It's got a cyborg Charles, Charles Dance being quite crude. Some of the humour is quite crude and it's a bit weird, but it's worth a watch it's got killer robots but that's got elements of like my i, I took influences from that for this because uh, for month for the monster trucker because they end up um you know taking a cargo driving a cargo that they're not really sure what it is and it ends up being like a killer robot but um or load of killer robots uh so similar but sandra you know is driving around and uh Oops, the monsters got out. <laughs> Here we go again. Uh, <laughs> I think it's got legs. Um, yeah, definitely. Or wheels. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I've got one more idea. Yeah, go ahead. You, know, you can't really get better than an old woman driving a truck or um, Dracula in the back of a rig. But um, <laughs> I give you... Uh, oh, no, we're going to go more serious. Right now, this is more psychological drama, psychological thriller. I give you drug drivers. Now, this is um, around the idea of, uh, like I mentioned before, truckers staying up all night for days on end, driving and driving. And a lot of them will take um, drugs, uppers, will take, you know, the, 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 the secret codes and secret things in the trucker community. They're all they're all a bit high or they're all, you know, trying to stay awake. Yeah, it's not just coffee they're on. Let's be honest here. <laughs> um, yeah. So 
what if, like... You okay? Sorry, I've got bad hay fever. It's all oh, gone. It's all right. You need drugs. You I need, do. Uh, Antihistamines. Yeah, but not these kind of drugs that I'm going to go into now um, in, in my movie. Think uh, Limitless. Think Fear and Loathing. Think On the Road. Think drugs. Right, because um, a, a travelling truck driver slash pharmacist, mad pharmacist, um, is, uh, you, you know, like, he's... Maybe he can be played by Chris Christopherson, actually, linked to Convoy. Um, he's doing trials on 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 drugs on a, a drug trials on a group of truckers, um, and they end up having like bizarre hallucinogenic, uh, crazy effects that send them all insane. A bit like Jacob's Ladder, but on the road in trucks. Um, yeah, and that's kind of as far as I've got. I don't know what would happen to them. They're on the road. They're in these trucks. They're fucked. They start like seeing like demon like coming at them or like the roads turn into a snake i mean you know i mean this sounds like a like a easy rider on trucks yes 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 but i want it a bit darker and i want like um there to be this whole sort of criminal scientist element where uh i mean presumably they're transporting drugs oh yeah yeah i guess Maybe so they're, they're like doing drug runs, uh, you know, so plenty of, uh, you know, are they getting chased by the police or maybe rival gangs or maybe, well, uh, you know, um, subterfuge within their own gang? Well, what the, the original thing was that they were just going to be normal sort of everyday truck drivers and they started taking this drug um, and they all start sort of hallucinating and... and um, yeah, sort of go turns into a drug nightmare from there on in. Um, think Midsummer on wheels. Um, you know, Midsummer on the open road in a truck. Uh, you know, <laughs> everyone's just think. You know, yeah, a bit like that. Um, but uh, yeah, so that could be uh, generally terrifying. I think. Yeah. No, I could. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I. I... I, I think so. Um, you know, there's, there's there's nothing more terrifying than uh, someone you know high behind a wheel <laughs> of a massive truck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, drug drivers. Um, <laughs> I mean, trucks have been used for horror movies uh, for so much. I mean, this is like a psychological horror movie. I saw a, a, a great British... Oh, sorry, go on. What were you going to say? Well, no, I was just going to say it could serve as a very sobering, uh, you know, tale, like almost a PSA of, yeah. uh, you know, the importance of uh, driving sober. Well, yeah. Um, the, there's this dark British film I saw, um, a horror film called Hush. It's quite a lot like Road Games. But it's um, about this guy who's in Britain, and it's you know very rare that we get a British truck driving movie. But um, he's he's following this aspiring writer. He's following a truck. He's driving behind a truck on the motorway. The door slightly opens, and he sees women in a cage or a woman in a cage. And then he follows the van, and it all goes fucking fucked up from there. But um, so there's just a lot of scope as we talk about breakdown. A lot of scope for horror. Um, but although, but with my idea of the elderly mother i want to keep that non-horrific mother truckers is a family film yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah she's not on drugs well maybe she probably is on quite a lot of drugs but they're prescribed for her age you know because of her age um 
so she may have to pop a lot of pills um, while she drives, uh, as will her son, who's epileptic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, so there's my movies. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, what do you think of uh, the, the me, me attacking the the subgenre of truckers and truck driving? Yeah, no, I I, I mean, yeah, yeah, like it, it it's a lot of fun and. Uh... <laughs> I think that there's something about the, uh, you know, drug subculture that fits quite nicely alongside truck subculture. You know, I think they're both countercultures um, that have both been used uh, quite a bit in uh, w- within film. And I would like to see them paired up a little bit more than they have been. And this is the perfect, pardon the pun, vehicle for that to happen. Just got that. See what you did. Vehicle. It's because truck um, is a vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I gave it a go. What What have you got? What have you What What are you taking uh, off road or on road or whatever? I've got two ideas. Uh, now, uh, now, now, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, because my first idea. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's been done, but uh, you know, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Now, I feel like we've done a lot of. Um, We've done a lot of uh, killer car movies. We've done a lot yeah. of killer truck movies. We, we yeah. even did that movie Rubber about the killer wheel. A killer tire. It was weird and great, actually. But what we haven't done is we haven't um, explored the subgenres of trucks themselves. Right. So my pitch is a killer pickup truck specifically a breakdown truck okay right so you know uh people break down they wait for a breakdown truck oh look the the breakdown truck has come oh brilliant uh you know it's got its flashing lights and whatever but then it like parks up the road and it just sort of like stays there and they're like oh is the is the pickup guy gonna come and Come and help our, help us out in the car. They're like, get out the car. They're like, hey, Mr. Pickup Man, we're over here. They're like, wave at him. And then the pickup will like drive at him and crush him and kill them all. Isn't that just you? But it's specifically a breakdown truck. So like what oh, I'm... Oh yeah, breakdown truck. What I'm trying to play with is the element of uh, trust that people place on uh, breakdown right. people. You know, like... Oh. So like Fuck you're you. you're broken down, you're in distress, you're relying yeah. on the help of a breakdown right. person. As soon as you see the breakdown truck, you'll get a sense of relief. Right. And that sense of relief is immediately curtailed by the fact it's a demonic possessed pickup truck here to run over your face. Right. So, yeah. So it should be for safety, but it's um, for helping people, but it is not. And it's the one vehicle that you don't want to turn, I guess. It's the one vehicle that shouldn't. Yeah. And and maybe there's like, um, maybe there's a rumor that, uh, that there was like a pickup driver in, in, in the past, like one of these breakdown drivers in the past who like, he was a nasty person or whatever, you know, he, he punched dogs or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> He, he like died on the job, you know, like his breakdown truck went over a cliff and then it's sort of like suggested that maybe he, he, he possesses, like his spirit possesses this, uh, 
uh, evil ghost pickup truck which yeah. uh, drives the land at night, uh, running over unsuspected broken down people. I like it. Right. So um, <laughs> to separate this, uh, to separate this from something like Jewel. Um, now, Jewel, you, you see the truck, but you never you don't really see that. The whole mystery is that you can't see the driver and you know what what's going on with it. Sure. Um, and it's just this crazy sort of thing coming at you. Um would you consider going in a more sort of chucky child's play way of, of really focusing on the fact that this um, truck has this uh, murderous spirit or a spirit inside it? Uh, can we have the truck speaking? Should it have a voice <laughs> like a wisecracking Chucky style horror villain? Like you fucking, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Danny DeVito or something, you know, just like a strong voice. I'd like to keep the, the the mystery the main thing. Like I wouldn't like to give yeah. too much away. Uh, what? Until, yeah, I mean, like in Child's Play, he doesn't start talking till like an hour in. <laughs> no, but I th okay, isn't it not. like isn't it obvious from the start that he's a possessed serial killer? Because like that scene happens at the start of the movie, right? Yeah, but they're not sure. And like, yeah, it's the the murder the murderous serial killer dies and puts his spirit into the doll. But then no one really knows that the doll is the killer. They think the kid's going mad, and yeah. they're not quite sure. But I'm talking about keeping it a mystery for the viewer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're aware, but you don't you don't know that um, he sort of speaks the way he does at that point, or you know, like um, goes full because about forty five to an hour minute in, he 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 just he goes, "You're a fucking bitch," and starts freaking out. Yeah, Before like, that, it's the screen, but you do know that the that the doll is doing the killing. Yeah, but I, I I don't like I am fully aware that I'm pitching a movie about you know a murderous truck, but at the same time I do, I don't want this to be silly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't want him to have like a voice or anything. I think this should be minimal. Um, the movie that I would compare it to would be, and I know that we've both seen this. Is um, is it the monster? Yes, okay. Yeah. So, like, yeah. which is a, a more recent film, which I believe does feature a pickup truck, uh, a, break, a breakdown truck. Um, yeah. And it, it basically, it doesn't answer any questions. There just is a monster and they have to, you know, fight the monster. And that's what the movie is. Like, it doesn't ever pretend to answer where the monster came from. It doesn't give you, like, definitives like, like that. Do you know what I mean? No. It's and it's yeah. more a movie about uh, a door, uh, a woman and her daughter's relationship. Yes, than yeah, it is a monster. Yeah, an alcoholic mother and her relationship with her daughter, and there's a great, awesome-looking monster outside the car. The, the the creature design in that film makes it worth watching. If you like uh, creature features, definitely get the monster watched. Yeah. Um, so I, I think your movie really won't be a great uh, advertisement for like the AA and stuff, right? And for you want to you want to do a Jaws and you want to make people afraid um, of the beach. You want to make them afraid of the helpful services that you should be looking for when you've broken down on the motorway. Yeah, I mean, like I don't think that you should look for any depth behind that. I wasn't like you know uh, beaten as a child by a breakdown <laughs> recovery man or anything. No, um, and I just I, thought I've it was creepy. Before. Yeah, I've been helped before, and uh, you know, we, we at Movie Bong really support you guys. <laughs> well, but, it, uh, I mean, like I, I drive, and I've been I've broken down loads of times, and right. like it, it is it is creepy, and it and like particularly yeah. if you if it happens at, at night time, 
um i don't know like uh, and and you you do have to be incredibly trusting of breakdown yeah. people and i quite like the idea of people i don't know i think it's would be really scary for someone to impersonate a breakdown uh, recovery vehicle and what they could do so do you want the person in this in this truck or not I mean, well i think that's who, a different idea like yeah um, that's like my, a slasher yeah, yeah yeah but i think that that could be an equally scary idea yeah yeah did you did you have a, a title for your movie the pickup truck <laughs> oh, the pickup artist the pick 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 me up pick, pick i don't know something about uh a truck yeah yeah. I mean just pickups fine really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean um they did uh, a TV show version of the Stephen King movie Maximum Overdrive um just called Trucks and it looks <laughs> shit. Uh the, the the front cover if you yeah google that anyone is the front cover is just like this burning skeleton in the front of a truck. Uh, it's meant to be awful. Um but <laughs> yeah, so call it whatever. Trucks. <laughs> um Oh, Kill- and I- go on. Killer convoy. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not a convoy, is it? Because it's uh, okay. All right. Yeah, it's, it's a, a pickup I'm truck. Use, yeah, I'm using a collective term for a, a singular vehicle. So I, I apologize. Um, but that's a good name for a movie. What about like a load of killer truckers, slasher truckers called Killer Convoy? I feel like you're just pitching your 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 drug driving truck movie again. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's the sequel. <laughs> they they go full serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. Um, my second idea. Okay. Right. And now this one kind of excites me. So it's kind of, in a way, a reboot of uh, the Transformer franchise. Now I love Transformers as as a kid, um, and like many, I didn't really enjoy the more recent. Um, movies at all i didn't didn't like any of them i don't like michael bay just don't just don't like any of it um so this is an attempt to uh update that uh you know a gritty retelling if it were now this isn't um i suppose reboot and retelling are the wrong words these aren't remakes of stuff that we've seen what i would like to do is to go into the future um, and explore the character of Optimus Prime in his older age, similar to what we've seen in uh, TV shows such as Picard or movies such as Logan. Right. I uh, like this idea, actually. Now, now Logan, uh, which was, you know, the Wolverine movie with Hugh Jackman, w- was based on a very popular graphic novel called Old Man Logan, um uh, you know relatively true to the text and uh, you know both are are very very good um and i've always and i find it quite interesting and i think it sort of like adds a lot of weight to the the emotion of the movie uh when dealing with the subject of old age because these people are heroes aren't they and i feel we always shy away from you know the death of heroes um and their older life experiences like it doesn't seem to get discussed as much as origin stories or you know when they saved the world and i find that there's a real emotional weight to these to these these tales and 
why wouldn't we want to do this with Optimus Prime? I think he's he's got a real history as a character. I th and so many generations love him that I could really see this working, particularly now that the younger generation that loved the um, the the Michael Bay Transformer movies, which I didn't like, are a little bit grown up now. I think maybe they would appreciate a more sophisticated uh, movie in the world of the Transformers universe. Um, did you see Bumblebee? I think that was the best Transformer movie they made. It was okay. I I haven't seen it, and I I, I was I've I was, I've been a bit confused by it because when it came out, I watched a trailer for it, and everyone was like, "Oh, look, Transformers is different. It's new now." But to me, it looked exactly the same as, no, as the I ones that, that had gone before. There is a difference uh, aesthetically. With, if you watch uh, Bumblebee, they are the the Transformers are a little bit more just cartoony and transformery, um, slightly. I think I just the Michael Bay ones are just so just a load of metal cogs and metal bits and bobs just flying at you. Um, it's just like having a fit in a tool shed. It's just, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. Whilst Bumblebee wasn't amazing, but it was uh, quite cool. And it was a sort of 80s fueled adventure. Um, and the Transformers just seemed a little bit more like the source material. But um, yeah, I, I can see this working. Surely, like, there's been loads of, um comics and things about transformers like i wouldn't be surprised if they hadn't written something similar to this because it's he's such an iconic hero as you say that you'd want to see something like you're probably right and i, I should have done a little bit of research on that because you, you you may well be completely correct on that i mean my idea is that kind of uh so, so basically optimus prime is living out his old age on earth uh, disguised as a, a legitimate, you know, American truck. I like this. Okay. So, so he's just essentially uh, rolling round Route sixty six, just you know, taking it one day at a time, stopping off at truck stops, and you know, in in a similar fashion to to Logan, really, in the movie Logan. So he's embracing retirement. Kind uh, of, yeah. He's trying to, um, you know, like he's experienced a lot of loss in his life. He feels, oh. you know. Maybe he didn't live up to potential. Maybe he doesn't feel like he quite saved the world. You know, like maybe this could be like a tale a little bit about pollution. You know, like maybe he could feel like he tried to save the world, but, you know, humans just refuse to be saved, you know, through environmental issues and, you know, like they're slowly killing their planet. But what about his exhaust fumes? Well, he could be a zero-emission Transformer. You don't know what he runs on. I mean, they are sort of an alien race, but um, yeah, there must be some sort of... I, I'm pretty yeah. sure, don't they have like some sort of like power cell? Isn't that like the whole point? Yeah. Like, I don't oh, think... Yeah. They don't get all petrol like up, do they? No. Um, no. But I wonder what would happen if you tried to put petrol in a Transformer. They surely must have covered that in... Or diesel, petrol. Oh God, it's a nightmare, really. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hope they. I mean, I hope they aren't powered by petrol or diesel because that that would suggest that within the next few years, uh, transformers would become obsolete as uh, the, our natural resources run out. 
we we would we would you know like we would no longer be allowed to have transformers and that's council culture for you yeah well are they, are they like electric cars then or uh... well that's what i'm saying i'm pretty sure they have like a power cell they're like yeah. fucking iron man or whatever oh yeah i think right are they um well yeah but you couldn't drive iron man could you <laughs> you couldn't well i suppose you could ride um robert downey jr you know through the sky like that Shoot. well like i was thinking in this film like maybe you know um some thief could try and you know truck jack optimus prime obviously that doesn't really work out but then Optimus Prime is being chased by like a shady government agency, you know, like uh, a couple FBI guys are on his case. Um, so he ends up, you know, becoming friends with this uh, with this carjacker, you know, that they, they help each other out. And yeah. um, but I like I like the, the name Truck Jack. Uh, that sounds like a transformer himself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's a killer that comes after him. Or just um, a truck that can't stop masturbating. <laughs> oh God, no! We're gonna have shit like that. <laughs> um, I mean, what, what? Yeah, what if we went really old and you know had a movie set in an old people's home for old Transformers, um, like a scrap heap um, that they all sit there and you know just get wheeled out uh, to, to to you know look at the, the sun and stuff for an hour and then put back in in their little shitty. Dark Garage, and, uh, quite depressing movie, really about old age and uh, deteriorating Transformers. Yeah, uh, quite sad. Yeah, very sad. I'm, 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 I'm very sad. I'm very affected by this. <laughs> yeah, um, when we shouldn't be sad because it's the trucker genre. It's full of um, joyful, cheerful, bearded men doing um, actually homophobia. Doing yeah, yeah, and a lot of weird, dodgy things. I mean, it's quite dark. A lot of the movies I watched are quite dark. <laughs> uh, well, I guess it shows. But uh, I would recommend the truck subgenre because I fucking love it, and I've watched some fantastic movies in research for this. So. No, there, there's some great truck movies out there, and and uh, you know, I feel like we've 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 mentioned quite a few. Th- th- those names again, in case you miss them. Uh, Sorcerer is a great one to start with, uh, and Convoy, um, two earlier fantastic films. What was the other one? Road Games, was it? And Road Breakdown. Games, breakdown. I'd even go for a weird one of Space Truckers, if if you so wish. Over the Top, not so great, but a great 80s soundtrack. Um, and Hush and the Hitcher, maybe, as well. Yes. Um, yeah, so uh, Trucks, yes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say there. <laughs> um, uh, I was trying to find like a, a line from Big Trouble in Little China, you know, the, the great Jack Burton. We barely uh, even spoke about Big Trouble. Well, that's why I'm mentioning it right now before the end. Big Trouble in Little China is about a trucker that wants his truck back. Do you John know what's Carter's really a classic film? What's really fitting as well? Right at the end of Big yeah. Trouble in Little China, like the last scene is like. Uh, uh, Kurt Russell's on the truck, and then the there's the shop express. The the monster's still in the back, and you're like, shit, it's not over. And funnily enough, that's exactly how Big Trouble in Little China has appeared in this podcast. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just like at the, the end monster. of the movie, clambering yeah. back into the cabin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, the Pork Chop Express is an iconic truck 
Jack Burton is an iconic trucker, but um, and it, and it's full of ghosts and monsters and like ninjas, my, like yeah, and ninjas and armed security. Um, so uh, a bit like my uh, movie that I mentioned before with monsters and shit. Yes, uh, uh, you can see the influences. <laughs> Great movie, Big Trouble in Little China. Go watch it now. 